Hey. Hey, Peyton. Um, hey, everyone else who's here. I'm really excited. Uh, so second to last episode. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I feel like I feel very like I'm ready to just get this episode done. Yeah, well, like I'm ready to just like boom, 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 like get through these books. It's also like literally like so hot in New York. It's so hot in New York. It's Tuesday night. It's, it's 8 Tuesday p.m. Night. It's 8, 11 p.m. Yeah, I it's don't actually ever recorded this late. It's so hot. God is testing us in different ways. Um, God is testing me because Crocs discontinued the type of Croc that I like to wear, which was called the Bay Croc. It's the platform Croc. You've seen it. It's really cute. They discontinued it. Um, and they just brought back the new thing that they're going to try to that's going to be the new bay croc and it's not as good and that's how god is testing me peyton how is god testing you well god is testing me in for a lot of in a lot of different ways right now one of them i don't actually want to say um on there okay <laughs> the other way that god tested me today was this i went to try to get the monkeypox vaccine i went all the way to chelsea and i met our friend jake and his name was on the list mine wasn't even though we used the same all the same people and so he got the vaccine but i didn't and then i was in chelsea and it was 90 degrees and i was sweating and there's another reason that god has tested me that if you really want to know reach out but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna swear. yeah if you want to know how god is testing peyton right now reach out but uh, it it's is big. It's big. big um and so you're you're sounding kind of weird it's like kind of sounds like you're in the wind oh oh my god you know why it's because i'm literally in the wind in the wind it's so hot <laughs> i have a fan on me so sorry for the beginning of that sounding windy but it's, no, it's okay really hot in my apartment and um i like have ac that i could turn on but i just don't really like to until i'm like going to sleep desperate it's expensive and it's like a habit I don't want to get you too used to. And generally, it's actually pretty comfy in here. It's just today is like really hot and it's supposed to thunderstorm. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just ate a smoothie. I'm really full. I ate like a smoothie and then like a bunch of frozen cherries and then like a little extra peanut butter. Frozen I don't know. Cherries I just... just by themselves, like, yeah, to mouth. Uh huh. That sounds cold, but that sounds kind of good. It's good. It was good. I just literally right less than probably seven minutes ago i was eating a chicken thigh <laughs> oh wow that's good um and the salad that i made so fast because i was in a hurry and two tiny slices of cheese hmm. that sounds yummy um so uh, anyway yeah oh we're full of dinner I took a shower, like just, I'm even ready for bed. So I don't know. This is all just to say, like, we are trying really hard to cope with the circumstances of our life. And like, we can't find the time to record. Like we're- Yeah, we were going to record yesterday morning, fell through. We couldn't record over the weekend. We couldn't record this weekend. And now out of desperation, we're recording at 8, 14 PM on a Tuesday. And it's on hundred degrees. Yeah, that's all. We're just like getting, we're just doing our best. Like we can't record. Peyton has to go out of town all the time. I have to go out of town all the time. Uh, I have guests. Courtney doesn't have guests. I don't have guests. I have work. Peyton has work at a different time than me. I, it doesn't really matter. But all that matters is that we are committed to this. And today we're going to be talking about the several books of the Bible called the. Okay, so today is the epistles. 
epistle. See, I can't say it like that because I think of epistolary, which is like the same thing. It's letters. These are letters. Epistles? I mean, that is. No, that's probably right. But I just want to say like. Was raised on. It's certainly epistles. But I want to say like epistles. Does this look like a model? No. Yes, now it does. Um, The last thing you did. I was doing a, I'm not wearing a shirt because it's hot and and it's also part of looks so skinny and it's also well, part of part of my other thing that's how god is testing Peyton. You know, or reach out via any other channel <laughs> um, um it's a big secret okay, basically so epistles are letters these books are letters these are letters from james from peter from john from different people jude all apostles was jude all an apostle, apostle? no no there wouldn't have been a jude and a judith um jude it it seems is just actually james's brother um yeah he got to slide one in i always remember like for when i was when we were when i was reading this i was remembering how i always felt jude was so random and i and i mean partially maybe it's because it's like the second to last book and it's kind of like fully just said nothing but yeah. um, I think it is random because he isn't an apostle but so I actually based, like Jude but we'll get there no I, I did too um but it's you know it's one less than yeah. um, I had some frustration feels like I was thinking when I was reading these books I was thinking about the crumbs at the bottom of the chip bag before you're like done with the chips um, yeah and it really because we're you know at this point there's one book left and it really it's feels revelation like we're like reaching deep into the foil for the crumbs and the like teeny tiny pieces of like flavor that are left over you know yeah exactly um, that is actually a really good point point. and for me what my feeling about this I had two primary frustrations that were if by this time in the bible like this point in the bible you don't get it you're going to need to give it up. You know, like there's no, these books are saying the same thing that we've been talking about for a thousand pages, like 1100 pages. And it's like, honey, if you need, if imagining someone who's still hasn't gotten it, you're not going to get it at this point. Like they need, they, they, it, it just made me angry. Cause it was just like, what is this for? Like, why is this included? Cause they're the same. And no one's going to get something new from these books because there isn't anything new there's nothing new but it's like this it's like re-explaining 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 but it's like if you are having to re-explain it this many times to someone that person is not going to be able to be a christian because they don't understand it also reminds me of i don't know if you or anyone else has an experience similar to this but we have like some family photo albums like back in the day when you like you know had pictures and stuff and they always like started out really strong and like kind of organized by like year or event or whatever and then like at the end of the album was like a picture here a picture there like totally random like sometimes it would be like stuff from 1998 and then all of a sudden like on the next page just by itself is like a picture of a grandma from the 60s and yes and it, it feels like that where it's like you're flipping through and you're like wow 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 okay I'm like getting a, this like a really good idea of this family and like 
this timeline and then they just and this maybe I guess it seems like maybe you have something similar to this but in, in my experience we have several albums that by the end you're like oh this was kind of just no, like slapped in totally it's like a random person's school picture it's you're way older totally and it's like, like a the plastic suddenly... is sort of peeling and yeah and then there's like kind of some empty pages empty pages at the end yeah 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 definitely this is kind of what that feels like yeah and so I guess we'll start at the ep- ep- epistle yeah of James um and it's a letter from James to the 12 tribes of Israel I guess but anyway he's saying like okay these are the notes I have okay these are all extremely short but it's like me too you should be happy. You should experience joy when you are tempted because you're trying your faith. Like when you're tempted, you shouldn't work. You should be actually happy that you're being tempted by God because you get the opportunity to like test your faith, which is yes. like, but again, it's like, we know I've known this for a thousand pages, right? Yeah. I mean, they've said this before. We've talked about this before. Hundreds of times. And then there's a phrase, um, be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, which I think is smart, but it's like, Pretty you know, good. nothing, nothing new, but no. noteworthy. And then it's like, also, I just feel like an idiot looking at my notes, like, because my next note is faith and works go together. And it's like, yeah, you yeah, dumb we fuck. We know that already. And then there's something about tongue in a mouth and sweet and sour. And then, okay. And then it starts talking about like, um, cleanse your hands and purify your heart. And it made me think about this thing that I, I haven't seen in a couple of weeks, but the concept of clean girl aesthetic. I've never heard that. You don't have never heard of clean girl aesthetic? No. So I don't quite understand it. I think you'll understand it actually better than me. Like I think Haley Bieber Oh, I already get it. Yeah, like I already get it. It's clean girl aesthetic. <gasps> like, wow, I'm really inspired. We're not inspired by that, but really intrigued by um, that categorization because that is so accurate. And I specifically know a group of girls from Portland. It's also kind of generational. I think it's a little bit more of a like Gen Z sort of yeah. thing. Who are full on clean girl aesthetic. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like- Is um, that what you said? Did I just say it clean wrong? Clean girl, yes, clean yeah, girl yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. And like, and like one of the tweets I saw was like, it was making fun of clean girl aesthetic. It was like, you're wearing like a Zara blazer and too much Olaplex. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was like, the, and I don't really- and it's like, like I a don't, really white Nike Air Force One. Yeah. And like a blazer and- 100%. Yeah. And so- um clean girl aesthetic but I just think it's so funny because it's like it's literally just about being like clean it just that I think I mean my my what I I don't know anything about this um aside from the way I'm like imagining it yeah but I think there's like levels to it and it's like it's like actually so complicated but the like the sort of like arch is cleanliness yeah but it's like this it's kind of like a performed cleanliness in this way. Yeah, like I, mean, not I that don't... these people aren't clean. I'm sure they are really clean, but it's like their their personal and like home aesthetic is like based on clean cleanliness. Well, it's 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 okay. It's really hard. I'm trying to think of a way to describe this. It's it's not like cleanliness and like 
okay, this counter is clean because I wiped it with like a yeah. towel. It's like everything, everything is just so pristine. Like and sharp? Sharp. And also like fits into the clean girl aesthetic. Perfect idea of like a girl, you know? Okay, yeah. Like, and I think there's a, there's a, ver- like there's part of it that, there's like a subversive aspect to it of like I think clean girl aesthetic sometimes or oftentimes adopts like a little bit of a like tomboy like masculine Mm -hmm. thing but Mm -hmm. it's filtered through clean girl yeah so it's this like really funny which I feel like is very Hailey Bieber it's like she'll do like a super baggy pant or like a big blazer but it's not referencing like butch or mask or something yeah. it's like referencing a really like watered down version of like where these things came from I don't feel like I'm making any sense no I mean it's it's informing me about clean girl aesthetic even yeah. though like I don't even really know it I, I just think, think it's I, really funny that it's clean girl aesthetic yeah it's, it's like, genius it's actually genius and I I'm really, and it makes me feel really weird because it's like I actually don't ever feel clean me neither and like I I didn't know, like, I never feel clean. And like, when I, it is sometimes I'll see, like, remember the other day when you saw me and you were like, you look so clean. Yeah. Like, it was like, I had been like scrubbed uh-huh. and I did feel clean at that moment. Um, I had taken a shower, whatever, but like, I do sometimes see people and I think like, oh, that person looks really clean. Yeah, it is. But it's not thing. clean girl aesthetic. It's more like a thing of being like, oh, that person looks clean. Like their hair looks clean. Their face looks clean yeah I guess I never feel clean like something about me is always dirty and like or like fucked up I think there is like obviously a component of clean girl sex that is just about being really fucking clean clean yeah probably because that's like the girls I'm thinking about that I know who I think you would put into that category are like always scrubbed yeah they look scrubbed as hell yeah well that's cool but um so anyway, I was just, the epistle of James made me think about clean girls. And then chapter five, it says of rich men, it said, oh, well, a 414, I just like this phrase. It was saying your life is a vapor. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. And then chapter five, he says of rich people, the silver and gold will eat your skin, which is cool. He, it's, uh, James seems like he really hates rich people because he talks about how like rich people will fade away and like yeah Um, like rich people based I mean this is also nothing new like rich people have a harder time getting ahead etc etc whatever going okay so there's wait 5 13 16 is that what you're going to talk about no okay I think there's this one part of the epistle of James (laughs) I I can't say epistle or it's like I feel like every time I say it it sounds so fake you know something like that like when you learn it when you learn a new word and like when you say it you feel like it sounds fake yeah epistle so anyway 5 13 through 16 i think are actually really cute if it weren't for that it's about jesus so like okay ready mm-hmm. is any among you afflicted let him pray is any merry let him sing songs is any sick among you let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him anointing him with oil in the name of the lord and the prayer of faith shall save the sick wait this is not what i'm thinking of Unless I was just fucked. Oh, okay. Like messed up in the head because I've been reading all of this. And oh. the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. 
confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. I think I just thought it was cute because it's like, confess your faults to each other and pray for each other. Like, I felt like this little part could describe a society where like the thing that we need God for is actually just taken care of by like being with each other, you know, like kind of being like, is anyone sick? Are any of you hurt? Like you can pray or any of you happy sing. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, for some reason, I just felt like it's like, oh, if the whole Jesus and like God equation was taken out of it, 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 I don't know. It just gestures toward the idea that like people could do this. There could be a religion of just like people with each other, you know, taking care of each other. I was, I had therapy this morning and then I was, I've been thinking about like stopping cause it's kind of, I'm kind of like over it. And I was talking about it to Jake and like the past few months, I feel like, cause I have therapy every week and I, the past few months have just been kind of like not doing it for me. And for a while it was, um, but I was saying it feels like I'm just telling her stuff that I tell my friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I need a therapist right now. Like, cause I have friends I'm already saying everything to that I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And like, it feels sort of similar in a way. It's like, do we need religion? And like, yeah. do we need therapists? Yes, we do need therapists more than we need religion, obviously. But in like my specific case right now, it's like, I feel like my friends sort of like can replace that. Yeah. Or not even replace that. I already like, what I'm getting from her, I'm already getting from people who actually know me really well. And yeah, but I think that's interesting. I think you could like replace a lot of this with like interpersonal relationships or even like in the church, everyone's so obviously into like God and Jesus, but there is so much emphasis on like fellowship with the people there. And it's like, could it just be that? Yeah. Could you just like all get together and like talk about like inspiring things and then support each other. Like why did, why do we need God and Jesus to be part of that? I know it's really odd. Um, I agree. I think that's um, cute. I have this one verse, one six through eight says, um, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wave, wave, <laughs> sorry, wave. I just coughed right in the middle of it. Start over. <laughs> that's okay. But I also like, can't say this word if wait, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that wa- wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man, blah, blah, blah. But basically he's saying like, James is sort of saying, don't have doubts and like don't have questions. Like if you are wavering in your faith, that's like a bad thing. Yeah. Um, and it just feels like so crazy to say to anyone, honestly, about anything. Like don't have questions, don't have doubts. Like don't let this be like complicated just right and and like if you have a question that's bad yeah it's like you're fucking crazy what are you talking about I know especially something like if there's God or whatever if you like need help from God if you have if you're like doubting or if you have a question like you're being a bad Christian (laughs) that's psycho I'm sorry why do you have a cough I don't know. I think there's like smoothie stuck in my throat. Um, I had like a few other notes about James, but I don't really care. James, I just feel like, ugh, like all of these are so annoying. Okay, so You're then there's boring. first boring as hell. First epistle, epistle, epistle of Peter. Does your Bible say first epistle of Peter? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. This is interesting because your your Bible also did like Acts of the Apostles. Yeah. So I just know these as like James, first and second Peter, first and oh. second Peter, John. So how do you know they're epistles? I only knew that from like I don't know, being a Christian, I guess. Because mine even says Epistle of Jude. What? Uh-huh. That's weird. They're all epistles, honey. Well. So okay. the epistle of Peter, I said he he gets straight to the point. Let's see why. Oh, uh, he's talking about electing people again, but it's like Peter to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace be multiplied. It's just basically like elect people that like are Christians. Oh, I like, I actually do love something from this. So like, I remember hearing or reading or something that in the Bible, he says, all flesh is grass. And I never knew where it was, um, but it's in this epistle. Um, and it says, for all, it's for all flesh is grass and the glory of man is like a flower of grass. Like it's another one of those things that your life is going to fade and go away. And it's like, mm-hmm. honestly, we get this and better version of this in Ecclesiastes the one that's like we talked about a long time ago that's like there's a time for gathering stones and a time for throwing stones away and your life is going to be gone so like you don't need to worry too much about anything um so again not new content but I like the idea of the glory of man is like a flower of grass like it fades away with the season and all of that oh my god and then that issue of the grass made me think about The other day when I was in Providence, Rhode Island for a day, I went to the campus of Brown just to like walk around because I had nothing to do. And as soon, I had been walking around for hours and hours and hours and I was so tired and it felt very like biblical in this way because I'd been walking just like for hours and hours and hours and it was so hot. And I had bought uh, a like roll of plain bread I don't know why, like in the morning and I didn't have any water and I was dying of thirst and I was so hungry. And I had this just roll of plain bread that I bought at this bakery in the morning. Like I got a breakfast and then I was like, I'll just get a roll too for later. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, but so it's just like, I know, but I, that's just the kind of thing I do. Like that day I like ate the weirdest food. Like I ate like watermelon, coconut water, a piece of plain bread, like it's like a rat, but your anyway. breakfast was watermelon and coconut water. No, that was just like part of my snacks throughout the day. My oh, breakfast okay. was like, like a pastry. I think I got like a strawberry Danish cool. and it was weird. It was that just really good. weird. It was good. And, but, but it was a weird, it was just a weird time. And so like, it was really hot. And so I walked on the Brown campus and it was like this perfect grass, like this, like grass, grass, grassy area. The flesh is grass thing reminded me of this like bright green grass and there were these chairs and so I was like oh thank fucking god so I just like plopped down in this lawn chair and like took out my bread and just took a big bite out of this hunk of bread and like immediately the moment I sat down to rest and like sit there and eat my bread this woman appeared out of nowhere and she was like may I pray for us and I was like sure and then she started she got down on her knees and started praying but I was sitting in this kind of like lawn chair, like really, really leaned back. And so she was just like on her knees in the grass praying and she prayed for, I, it felt like 20 minutes straight of a Did prayer. Did you close your eyes? No. 
Were you I finished just stared at, at her. Point? No, I stopped eating too. And I was also, I was literally like, I am so thirsty. I am so hungry. I am so tired. And she closed her eyes and was praying for us and doing these hand motions. And I was just staring at her face, like with her eyes closed while she prayed for us. And she kept referring to the grass and she kept saying, we are grass, oh. like this grass around us. But it was like, what did she bright, look like? Um, she was just like this older white lady. She had like curly gray hair ish and, and she had a cat eye like winged eyeliner oh that's kind of cute yeah but it didn't look good and like um she was just like she was like thin she had on pink sandals she's older kind of reddish skin like tight forehead pulled back I don't know I mean she didn't look good like somehow I feel like I'm kind of making her sound like she looks good she just she was weird but she did clearly. pray for a long time. And then finally, what? Oh, I just said clearly. Yeah, obviously she was weird. But I just like let her pray. And she was like, wouldn't stop praying. Like, I feel like she would have prayed forever and ever and ever if I hadn't kind of, I just kept, I, finally I kept being like, totally. Yeah. Because she was like making points in the prayer. And I kept kind of being like, uh-huh. And then finally she. I think that's of, really rude. Not a view of her. Yeah, I know. It's just like, like so rude. It's like. It was all exactly Fuck you. That was kind you of think what, like this random person wants to like waste their day on you. No, it was Get absolutely it was absolutely for her. It was absolutely totally. like this this very like exhibitionist, almost like not kink thing, but like do you kind of know what I mean? Where it's like it's 100%. only about her. Like she just yeah, wants to make somebody go watch home her and like jack off and be like, I prayed I saved for Courtney. You know. <laughs> yeah like it and I like sensed that I was like oh this is about you this is your performance like it's gross it was actually there was something very gross about it because I'm open to like being prayed for I don't care but like she wasn't it's like she goes out all day long and waits for people to like pray for them but she probably doesn't get a lot well actually I would love to know because there's probably a lot of people who are like religious too and are like please pray for me yeah. Um, I think that's cool and crazy. That was just the grass Whoa. thing. Wait, I have something to say about First Peter. So he talks, I didn't write down where in First Peter he's talking about this, but he's talking about how you as a Christian, um, as a follower of Jesus will suffer. And he's talking about like, he's kind of comparing, th- okay, I might be getting this like slightly wrong, but I think he's like sort of comparing like, the suffering of a Christian to like suffering for being okay. I actually can't remember. He's, he's comparing like two types of suffering. One that's like kind of more like normal or something or like universal to like, but you will also have this kind of suffering as a Christian because you will be like um, questioned and judged and like tested or whatever. And it just reminded me of how like growing up that that was a huge conversation. Like you are going to be tested. You are going to be judged. You are going to suffer as a Christian. Like, but you're doing this for Jesus. Like you, you will suffer, but it'll all be worth it. And it, and then it sort of created this like evil idea of like wanting to suffer because it like, Oh yeah. was proving that you were like a, a real Christian or like so many people like actually wanted to be persecuted of course because it was like so sexy to be like persecuted as a christian and like it just sort of like validated your faith or whatever but also like 
made you seem sort of like badass like yeah I'm a fucking Christian and I'm getting persecuted like well I can also imagine and it just like was so gross and like this kind of brought me back there yeah I can also imagine like the thing of like a family that has suffered like a great loss and then like everybody being like they've suffered so much and they're such good Christians because like look at them they're still you know and then you get this like other weird cachet of like they're like someone's house burns down and then they're like they still are here believing in God. Mm-hmm. No, that, that was like a huge, a huge thing for sure. Is like, look at this person in spite of like, I feel like we had people come like talk to, to our school and like our chapel sessions that, that were like, had like had like three abortions and used to be like addicted to drugs and like did this and did that. But they're like still standing strong, like with Christ by their side. And it, we were like, oh my God, like, like we kind like I kind of wanted to be that person of course yeah and it was just created this like weird dynamic of like wanting to like suffer and like have like bad shit happen to you because then like people like (laughs) cared about you more yeah totally and then you were more of like a legitimate Christian or something but anyways that's that's like that's first Peter from here um and he also says be sober be vigilant for your adversary the devil is walking around looking for you which i loved okay next is we've got this i'm worried i'm being um kind of like weird and awkward or something because it's like the second to last episode and i feel like i'm like hyper aware of like i know okay actually i'm really glad we're addressing this because i actually was just worrying like i was just like are we like being nonchalant are we being like weirdly nonchalant because we're scared I think I'm being like kind of fake like okay talk a little bit more about that well I'm just I feel like I'm like (laughs) this feels more like performing than it usually does and there's always like an element of performance because you're like sort of addressing people who aren't there and like are listening you know on their own time but this something about right now and it also is like maybe heightened by the fact that it's nine o'clock at night and it's a million degrees and we usually don't do this at night and I'm usually not like shirtless and really hot but I don't know something just feels weird and I was I like I feel like I need to address it because like I guess we'll see when I go to edit this and listen back but I just feel like I'm being so weird I don't notice you being fake and like if, if you are being fake I usually do notice it but like yeah, I also just poured a glass of wine that's oh my god wow you look so crazy nice you oh, look really? like you're on vacation because you're kind of like dewy because you're sweaty so yeah, it kind of actually I'm this looks like drinking a glass of pinot grigio yeah like it's like i can see that it's like so cold mm-hmm. the wine um yeah so no i i'm not worried that i'm being fake i'm worried that i'm being like i'm i am having a lot of anxieties and like a lot of fears because yeah this is the second to last episode and like i feel like i'm being awkward uh i don't know i don't I don't feel like, I don't know if I'm being awkward. I just feel like I'm being like, I feel like I'm, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to like really do this because this is the second to last episode. Like, and I'm like, I'm even like holding back, like right now, like what I am actually trying to avoid saying, which is that like, this has been really fun. and like meant a lot to us both. I know. And like, we've actually spent so much time doing this and it's been a really good thing for like us personally like and our friendship and like I know because even though we're like already it's not like it's changed our friendship at all it's just like 
it has given us a, an excuse to talk to each other, just the two of us. Like, yeah, like more than we probably were. For more sure. than we would have because we're not like chatters. I mean, we're chatters in one way, like we're texters, but we're not like, I'm not a person who like chats on the phone. No, I'm not really either, actually at all. And so we don't, we, so we, there's that know, element it's like of, kind it. of sad. It's actually really sad. There's that element of it. There's the element of it that's like, there's only one Bible. Like we can't, we don't get any do-over. No, I know my, I was talking We never to get mom. a do-over. I was talking to my mom the other day and I was like, yeah, we have two more episodes to record because she listens to everyone. Like right away. Like, pretty much right away, which I love. Shout out. Shout um, out, Sherry. We love you. But obviously. she was like, what are you going to do next? Like, are you going to read the Torah? And I was like, well, first of all. We already did. We did read the Torah. But I was like, that's like, you know, the other thing I could think of was like the Quran or like some other religious. We like can't but it's read not the about Quran. like that's not what it's about. It's like it's not about that. This is, like this is a singular thing, and that like we're not out here trying to make podcasts about like religious texts. We were out here trying to make a podcast <laughs> about the Bible, and we've done it. And we did it. We were like, we should do it, and then we're do it when we did it. And it's like sort of, I'm having this similar feeling of like the last week of school when you're like in yeah. high school or elementary school or middle school where like you're so excited but you're also kind of like sad but you can't really like yeah and you're sad because it's, it's like kind of embarrassing but you're so preoccupied by it being like the last week that everything you're doing is kind of like feels like fogged fake. over or yeah it's like fake like I, I'm actually remembering like do you remember the last week of school when you would like turn in assignments after grades like and you yeah, still had like, yes. you would have like a worksheet. And but it you'd would be like, be like, the teacher would like crumple it up and throw it away. because they're like, grades already do. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. you'd be like, ha ha. And it's like, it, yeah, there's this weird like. Yeah, exactly. It's literally like the teachers, you do the worksheet. The teacher takes it, crumples it up, throws it in the trash. Yeah. And, and they're like, A is for everyone or like something like that. It's like, yeah. Like oh my God. And like, yeah. So that, that's part of the feeling like. And I think also um, a little bit of the sadness that like we didn't really change. Yeah. Nothing changed. Like, I mean, yeah. things changed and like I, I read the Bible, but like we learned a lot about like what's in the Bible, but it's like I there's know. nothing, there's nothing like there's nothing in the Bible. Like, well, and we're also not like it's not like we got famous or like. <laughs> We, we didn't get didn't like get rich famous. or anything like we're just kind of <laughs> the same people and it's already and it's over and like I know that's cool but it's also I definitely at the beginning thought like if we do finish this because also at the beginning I was like I don't know if this is gonna happen uh yeah you knew that which I knew yeah, that that's we were gonna very, obviously whatever anyways but yeah I thought like I mean I don't think I had like that I didn't really have any specific expectations but I sort of Thought I would feel different or something. I thought I would like. I think I've, I, I'm. I, I nothing but good things have come from doing this. But I think I guess I'm even talking more about like the Bible didn't teach me anything. Like no, I didn't learn anything from the Bible. Like, and the and I think also I can't stress enough how hard the Bible fell off after the Gospels. Like truly, what we're reading now actually it feels really surreal compared to what we were reading before, even though some of that was even bad. It's like, this is really like just shit piles. Totally. Like, the fact that we're even like, I don't know when I was reading it and taking notes on it this week or whenever I was reading this, I was just kind of like, 
damn, this is so depressing that I'm like, I know. Scraping, <laughs> scraping these pages, like trying to find one thing to write down. Whereas like when we were reading Matthew or, or like, think about like song, like think about like fucking first Kings or whatever. Yeah, like it's the, literally like I a story just, that we could barely keep track of. Kenneth totally. had so many characters and interesting things happening. And now it's literally like to the strangers in the desert. Like it's like faith have and faith. works. And you're like, yeah, we like, fucking know. And do you have any story to tell us about somebody getting possessed with a harp? No. no? Or like, is there a lion's den? Is no. anything? Is there anything? Is there any setting? Is there any character? Is there any who, what, when, where, how? No. It's like, it's crazy. And it makes me sad because it's the second to last one. And then on top of all that, okay, you know what? We're the second. Did we talk about second epistle epistle of Peter to the Christians? He says, I mean, I don't really have proof God. He, oh, whatever. He's talking about, well, I just want to like zip through a couple of these because like we need to get through these stupid shits, but like second epistle of Peter is to the Christians. And he says, the proof that God knows how to save and punish people is Lot and Noah, et cetera. He goes through like examples of that because now they're starting to talk about this is the other thing that's making me feel weird. Now he started to talk about, they're starting to talk a little more about the end of the world. They're talking about what's coming yeah. in revelation, what's coming mm-hmm. in judgment at judgment day, the devil that's walking among us, that's trying to find everybody. And then skipping ahead. I don't want to skip ahead, but like in Jude, mm-hmm. there's this, this sentence just put me over the edge. I was kind of like, fuck you. So it's like, the Lord is going to come down with 10,000 saints to execute judgment. And I'm just like, then what was the point of the world? You know what I mean? Like you invented this thing and now all to culminate in this event where you're going to come down and like pick and choose and like blow it up in flames and all this stuff. It's like, why did you do this? 100%. And what's also weird is like you sort of built it all with this in mind exactly that's that's exactly what i'm saying it's like you if you knew that this was how it was going to end i'm sorry you're a fucker like and then you leave and it's the same as all the wait and wait and wait and wait and like or at least you know i was spent my whole childhood being like oh my god oh my god oh my god like is that the antichrist is that the antichrist like (sighs) is this the end of times like is my family being raptured like is the rapture gonna happen like overnight and I'm not gonna get raptured and and it's like what the fuck are you doing with that like did you invent okay yeah yeah, exactly and even like from a like I don't care I wasn't I was never once thought about that I didn't know what the I didn't care about the rapture I didn't think it was real I didn't like whatever but just from a reader's standpoint, just from the standpoint of a person reading a book, it pisses me off so bad that that's the ending. Cause it's like all of this working up to, you could have just invented heaven and invited a hundred people instead of if the whole point of all of this was for you to come down with 10,000 saints and then pick out like whichever people were good enough to go to heaven. Why didn't you just invent heaven? And then 10 people that were good enough to be there. Why did you do all this? Why did we have to read all this? Why did the book doesn't, it doesn't take us anywhere. Like all that we're going to get in the end is like this, some cool imagery, but it's like, you can get the same fucking imagery on like a skater's t-shirt. Yeah. Or like we 
kind of, I mean, I guess we were good about, we haven't read Revelation yet, but I'm like, is, I doubt anything in Revelation is going to be that much more interesting than what we read in Genesis, you know? Wait. I, I have high hopes. I have high I, hopes too. I actually have cool. incredibly high hopes for Revelation and like it could save the whole book, but what we're going through here and now is really pissing me off. And then, okay. There is some, there is some like kind of cool stuff in actually the second one of Peter. 2.22. I wrote that down too. It's crazy. It's so it's a kind of a, it's a pretty famous. Well, I don't, I don't know. Well, I don't think this is mentioned anywhere else, but this is a pretty famous verse that at least for me was pretty like referenced. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll read it, but it says, so there he's talking about, Oh, I love something right before this. And this is what he's talking about when he gets to what, where we're going. So he's talking to basically about the people who have gone astray. Yeah. And he says, these are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. I think that's like a really nice yeah, a way then, to describe, uh, like calling someone a well without water is like pretty damning. Yeah. And then in 22, he continues and says, but it is, but it has happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to its own vomit again and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. That is basically like these crazy. people who are who like sort of fell off are like dogs who vomit and then eat their own vomit and like a cow oh. who gets washed and then goes and like rolls in the mud again. Yeah. It's like really it's like the most wrong. yeah, he takes it like so far. It's yeah. like you're a dog who's eating its own vomit. Like, but I, I, I that verse was really like, I mean, I think because it is so intense and gross, yeah, that it it was sort of used a decent amount to sort of like illustrate that idea yeah me. i mean it's very illustrative okay we can move on first uh, episode of uh, john <laughs> first john first john and also it kind of pisses me off well i said the names in the bible really fell off too because it's like it used to be like exodus I know now it's just first, Leviticus and, third and now it's in my Bible. It's literally first epistle of John. And it's like, oh, that's gross. I why would I read something called that after I read something called Leviticus? But the, it's funny because there's three, it's, there's first, second and third John. The first one is like two pages. And then the next two are literally like 17 words, the shortest. It's also interest, interesting that the Bible is ending with like the shortest. It also makes it feel just like, a, like, haphazardly thrown yes. together and because it's like wait why all of a sudden are these books two paragraphs long truly someone a got third of a page a third not, of a not page. because they need to be longer but it's like if they're this short one just combine them with something else you know work it in somewhere transitions put in transitions get rid of it yeah we don't need we it. don't cut it so anyway First John, John is talking. I like what John says about like, I like the phrasing. I have always liked the phrasing of walking in the light. That's nice. I've always liked that. Um, and, but this is where I really, really turned angry. And I was like, if you don't get it yet, you, you need to stop reading and you need to like, you're not going to understand it. If you're trying to understand the Bible and you're still not getting it and you're here and like the first epistle of John is like what finally clicks, makes it click for you. Like that is actually really, really worrying and to me. Uh-huh. And 
I don't like that idea. And, and for me, the only reason it should exist is if it could teach someone something new. And so the idea that this could be included to teach someone something new is frightening to me because that means they haven't learned it yet, you know? Uh-huh. Okay. And so. So what is it? it? That's it. This book. Oh, the uh, book as a whole. This... Oh, sorry. I thought there was like one specific lesson. No, no, like, it's it's that. No, the book it's like, as a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, about yeah. walking in the light, like that thing. Yeah. It's like you have to be good. It's like we fucking know you well, have to there be was, good. Uh, well, okay, that's funny because one of my notes is says this is for babies. It's like, for, this book babies. Is for babies because it's literally like only a baby. If, if you read this whole book and then you're still a literal baby who like I mean Didn't get a it. baby is smarter than this. No, book. babies are. So much smarter than this yeah. book. Like, but there's this one, these two verses, and it's three, nine through ten. It says, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil, whosoever doeth not righteousness, is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Anyways, basically saying if you're like of God and you've like you're walking in the path, the right path, and you've like accepted Jesus, like you will not sin. But this is directly contradicting other shit we've heard. Like a book and a half ago where it's saying you like will always be sinners. That's like inherent to like being a human, but God, like Jesus' sacrifice, like at the end of the day, absolves you of these sins. This is saying, if you are a Christian and you follow God, you will not sin. Maybe this is some translational mix-up, but uh, it doesn't fucking matter. It's like, this is du- directly <laughs> Directly. This is directly contradicting. No, it is. I wrote the directly. same thing. Directly. Direct? It's, direct? I'm, no, I'm fine with directly, but like... <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to like... Directly. Um, I'm literally so hot and I've had half a glass no, of wine. I'm, and I'm like, woo. I'm like, sweating a lot. Sweating. Um, the, yeah... Anyways, that doesn't make it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And then another thing, another thing in this book that was a a fuck off moment was 215. He says, love, not the world. He's basically like, don't love the world. Don't love the world because the world is like worldly and God. It's like the whole beginning of this book is about how God made the world and how God loved the world. And so why are you telling me not to and love also, it? So for God so loved the world, he sent his one and only son. It's like, what are you, it's, John, what are you talking specifically? About? I'm like, get your shit together. Yeah. It's like, how did you get in here? How did you get in here? And he's like, I made the note here. I said, so anyone can be the antichrist. Wait, because I thought that I said that same in, thing. In 222, he says, oh no, this is still Peter. Hold on. In 222. This man says, who is a liar, but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is antichrist that denieth the father and the son. So like me, by me saying Jesus is not the son of God, I just became the antichrist. That's what I was wondering too. I read that and thought the same thing. I was like, so then there's like a million antichrists. So are you willing, are you willing to say it right now and become the antichrist, Peyton? Yeah. Do it. What do I say? Like, you don't think that Jesus is the son of God. I don't think Jesus is the son of God. You're not. So you're scared of demons, but you're not afraid of being the Antichrist. No. Oh, that's I good. don't think that Antichrist is a thing. Real? No. Okay. Well, good. Okay. So then the second epistle of John is about a Horrible. woman. 
It's literally, I said, who the fuck is this lady? I think it's, it's like talking his girlfriend? to some random lady. The first <laughs> verse says, I also said the first verse is insane. The first verse says, the elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth. And not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. Like, so it's just a random lady. It's just like a, a woman he had a crush on. Oh my God. It's like a woman he had a crush on who like is a widow and she has two kids. Can't you imagine that? Anyway, yeah, the third, what? yeah, it doesn't really matter. He just says the same exact thing, but just to her. And then the third of John is to someone named Gaius. I just wrote, my only note says, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, again, similar, but even more specific to someone named Gaius. And then he does say, though, um, to greet the friends by name, which I have long said that I just, and everyone does, but when your friend says your name, it is like the nicest thing in the world. Oh my God. It's like pain chilling. Yeah. Was that like, thank you. Yeah. Like when somebody says, oh my God. And you know, when you have, sorry, but it's the best when it's a friend, but you know, the different distinct feeling when somebody that you like have a huge crush on says your name. Yes. It's literally like, bitch. I will jump off a building. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't say my name unless no. you mean it. No. You, ca- you can't say my name unless you mean no. it. Like, have you ever gotten a text message from a crush or like somebody that you're in love with that? Like it starts Peyton, da, 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 da. Yeah. And it's just like, you it's like you're just married so me. deeply in love with me. No, it's like, you just married you me. say my name. If you text me and start it with my name, be like, Courtney, it's like, I'm just now imagining that happening to me and like how good that would feel. It feels so good when that happens. Like, it's literally just like, wow, you really just said my name. It's so. It's like the nicest thing that can ever happen to you. It's like better than anything else. Like, it feels like a massage. It feels better, but yes, there's something about it that feels like that. Where it feels like tenderizing yeah, like it's yeah, like yeah it's like yeah it's like a muscle relaxer courtney peyton yeah but like it's a crush Why does it feel, it's so weird that it feels so good i know it's really crazy so anyway at least john knew that okay and then we have jude who like frankly is the best one of these but yeah i was gonna say jude i, I was thinking about ranking and i was like jude is better i had the i same would probably thought. separate jude from the rest the rest me too in terms of ranking but um, just because he says that like i love what he says that there are angels chained up in darkness until the day like there's all these angels chained up in darkness waiting for the judgment day um i like oh and i love the description of the damned oh yeah go on oh verse eight he's talking about like sodom and gomorrah and like sort of like nasty sinner people in verse eight says, likewise, all these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion and speak evil of dignities. I just love filthy dreamers. So. Yeah, it's really good. And then he's like, and then later in 12, he's describing like the people who went astray again. He says, woe unto them for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward and perished in the gainsaying of court, whatever, I don't know what that is. But then he says, these are spots in your feasts of charity. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear, clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots, raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars, 
to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's like I love twice good dead. Writing. Yeah, it's good writing. I love the idea of being twice dead. This is an example of a rare example of one of the authors of the Bible really like shining, taking a, shining but also taking advantage of the space they have. Like yeah. this is a one page book and it's like he really, I mean, he's one, he once again, not really saying anything we don't know, but saying it like slightly differently and at least in like some like nice language. Well, and you and I both had the thought like this one is different than totally one of these things is not like the other yeah. of this group. Like all the other epistles are not the other okay. ones felt just sort of like mumbled out yeah know, like especially the johns this one felt like he took some time to like edit yeah i'm like looking at this list right now and it's like i don't remember half the shit that's on here like amos what's that I have no idea what is that hosea what is that romans what is that i don't know psalms i know what psalms is yeah jeremiah do you know what that is nope because it's above Psalms. Um, Corinthians 1 and 2. Da, da, da. Okay, so I think Jude is, Jude we can put, like we literally don't even, I think it's better than Psalms. I agree. From and what I, I don't can know, remember. And I don't know what Jeremiah is. I think it'd be cool to just put Jude like as high as possible. <laughs> like how high? Like first? No, 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 no. I, I mean like by that, Jude, I mean like, like not very high, but. Is it higher than, um, Thessalonians and Corinthians yeah I think so higher than Hebrews yeah I think I don't remember what that is but I think it might be after Song of Solomon I like that okay and then the epistles I'm just gonna call it the epistles um are all one group and they should be somewhere near the end but not maybe not like I don't know like I don't think they need to be last, but like, I don't know what is They're last. pretty close. I mean, I think they should be they below might as well. the last group that we did. The last group we just did? Which was like... Timothy, Titus, Philemon. I think they should just be right below and that. above Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. I mean, again, I don't know what those are, but... I would... I think they're worse than that. I think they should go under that. Okay, let's do that. Epistles. It's too easy to put them right under the last group. Yeah. Because, like, at least Galatians, Ephesians, like, that at least made sense to me. It was, like, apostles having to, like... Yeah, you're right. Get, like, at least it was, like, uh, I could see why the editors put it in. Okay, whatever. So, you want me to read it? Yes. Okay, this is second to last thing. The standing is pretty much set. Um, and it's going to be Matthew, Genesis, Mark, Judges, Exodus, First Chronicles, Esther, John, Luke, Ecclesiastes, First Samuel, Jonah, Nehemiah, Job, Ty, Second Kings, Deuteronomy, Daniel, Acts of the Apostle, Ezra, Obadiah, Ezekiel, Proverbs, Joel, Isaiah, First Kings, Numbers, Leviticus, Joshua, Ruth, Limitations, Ty, Second Samuel, Second Chronicles, Song of Solomon, Jude, Hebrews, Thessalonians, One and Two, Corinthians, One and Two, Jeremiah, Psalms, Romans, Hosea, Amos, Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Ty, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Ty, Epistles, Epistles, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi, Ty, Micah, Zephaniah, Habakkuk, Nahum, Ty. <laughs> We are very close, but yeah, I don't know. I guess like it's kind of weird and like we're really emotional. Well, I also think it's just, it's weird that it's dark. It's weird that I, I'm naked and like drinking wine. Like there's just, it already was going to be weird because it's the second to last episode and there's so many other factors that are like making it feel weirder and making me like want to cry. <laughs> I know. Well, we just had to do it. Like we literally had to do it or we were going to have to wait till like two more weeks yeah um and 
Uh, it just, it does make me really sad that these books were really bad because again, I want it. I want to feel good as we're finishing this. And it's really, really hard to feel good when that's what we're reading. Yeah. Cause it makes me feel stupid. It makes me feel stupid that like there's nothing to like. Yeah. Like we wasted our time. Think about. There's nothing to think about here. Yeah. I mean, it is really interesting coming to the end and like realizing. There's nothing here. We didn't, we didn't do much. I mean, we did, we did a ton, but we didn't like. The whole, I'm not really getting much. The whole New Testament. What is it? It should be the Gospels and fucking Revelation. Yeah. Like what the hell? And so much of the Old Testament, like whatever. But even that, like I forgive that shit. I cannot forgive what's going on in the New Testament. Well, because what's also crazy is it's like, okay, you got a second chance in a way. Yes. You decided we're going to add on to the Bible. We're going to add a whole other like Bible essentially. And then this is what you did? Yeah. After you already knew how boring most of the Old Testament was? I know. It's really weird. Anyway, I love you. I love you too. I'm like sad. Me too. I just wish it wasn't so bad. I know. It's like really bad and it's not, it doesn't feel fair. Like it doesn't Uh feel fair. Like we could, if there's something there, we can find it, but there's nothing there right now. Whatever. We just, like all we did was talk about clean girl aesthetic feel like I wasn't making any sense but no I think that you actually really got it immediately um anyway I feel like wh- whoever um is anyone still listening like no or did they stop the, the thing that I'll say is we are gonna try and do some things to like celebrate the end um via maybe like a t-shirt or a party so if you give a shit even if you don't It'll be still be fun. It's, um, we've had a lot of fun. And thank you for joining us if you have, honestly. Yeah. And I know there's like... A couple people. I, I would say I know like five people who have listened to the whole thing. I think that's cool. Yeah, I mean, that's whatever. It's okay, well, anyway, I wish yeah. we had like a fun way to end this episode, but I just don't think that we do. I think that we just have to go. Yeah. I love everyone. And love I love you. you the most, Peyton. Love you the most. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.